Hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. I hope this is the right place for you. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. Tonight it's a trending Twitter Tuesdays. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, press play. I'm going to do the rest. Uh, what's the rest, you ask? Well, I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's running through your brain, uh, whatever thoughts have got you tossing and turning, uh, whatever, 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 they chatter, whatever they're chattering about. I'm going to tell a story and I'm going to distract from that. All you got to do is listen. And the story's going to go on and on and on and, and take some turns, but it'll be a lulling, soothing uh, the story content might not be lulling or soothing, but not my tone, I'll do my best to make it lulling and soothing. But the key thing is, if you're listening to me, it's going to distract you. I guess the last couple of days I've become aware of the fact that um, those voices in our head that are talking to us, I tell stories here on the podcast, they're, you know, meandering tales. But those other voices in our head at night, or at least for me, I can't speak for everybody else, but they're storytellers as well, and the, and the most... Uh, I guess literal sense. They're telling you stories. They're they're kind of searching for certainty. I think with me, and they're either you know I, I usually have you know a couple dominant voices that are telling maybe maybe thirty forty voices, but a couple dominant ones, and they're telling stories. They're like, okay, well tomorrow, uh, you know, you got your negative voice. Oh boy, listen to what I'm thinking is going to happen tomorrow, and it tells you a story about what, and and we get caught up in that story naturally. And then you got another voice, wouldn't it be nice if this happened tomorrow? And then you were on, you know, Oprah, and then you started dating Oprah, and then, you know, whatever, something like that. I don't, and that's not really, it could be what goes, and then there's another voice, oh, if you weren't, you know, you're just the worst, whatever, man, you're the, this is what she does. Voices like that, they're telling you stories. The, the strange thing is those storytellers are doing their best to help you, and they're just misguided, I think, or something. I don't know. This is not—I'm not a mental health professional. You know, I'm a sufferer of multiple mental, you know, r- you know, depression, addiction, all this. But, but this, so this is just my two cents. Don't take any of this to the bank. But I'm pretty sure that's what goes on in my head. A bunch of voices telling me a bunch of different stories, and a lot of times I get caught up in Wait, really? That's going to happen tomorrow? Oh, boy. And then I start to buy into that story because it's good. Those voices are trying to help me, protect me from some unforeseen doom that they're worried about. But but to be honest, uh, this is my theory with this. Probably not the best time for the, those storytellers. They don't know it. And I, as I said before, they were designed, if they're, if they're uh, let's call them... Uh, uh, terrible story droids. No, that's not very T T T T S D S two T S D two thousand T S D aughts. Uh, you know they were designed in the pre aught era of designing story droids uh, to help you, and they don't have a sleep switch. They don't have an off switch. They just are constantly on duty. They, their circuitry is way out of whack. So they're just going to tell you these stories all night, even though you're like, hey, I got to get some sleep. If that's really going to happen tomorrow, what you're telling me, common sense would be that if I'm rested, it'll be better. If there really is, if I'm really going to spend tomorrow as a bowling pin and be bowled on by all the people while they're laughing at me naked or whatever it's going to be. So uh, 
and and I don't know it doesn't that's and but that's the kind of stuff that goes through my brain so it doesn't make a lot of sense but my, my what I do with this podcast what I'm offering is an alternative uh, again a bit of a lunacy is me your boyfriend coming over I'm just going to chat a, my own story my story will be a bit more inane it won't be about what's going to happen to you tomorrow or your self worth or your value to the world. In some sense, it is appeal to your value because I'm saying, hey, if you're well-rested tomorrow, you deserve to be well-rested. You don't deserve to go through this rigmarole. And I want to help in my own strange, odd way. And I think the world would be a better place if all you that are listening tomorrow are better rested. Maybe not enough to like make the sunshine brighter or make the California water crisis come to a close or... But to make someone else, maybe you help somebody else tomorrow in some small way. That's it. Uh, maybe that, you know, in those storytellers in my brain, they don't have the capacity to even understand. Well, maybe I help someone sleep. Maybe I'm not a terrible person. Uh, Storybot does not compute. Um, so, yeah, those don't have a sleep switch. But what I've learned is that they'll listen to me chatter on with my inane stories while you sleep. So it's kind of like I'm distracting the guards, of, guard, guardians of your sleep or the guardians of your insomnia or something. I don't know what I'm I, – I, I, this is how the podcast works. I try to explain stuff. I get twisted around in my own thoughts, but I try to do it with a patience and an openness and a, a, some sense of amusement. And, uh, you know, I hope it's all those things for you. So that's what, what we do here. If this is your first time here, welcome uh, you know, it's a mouth, it's an earful. Sounds like an earful. That's Chris Posty Posters, and he does our music. I'd like to thank him. Um, but, yeah, I'm glad you're here. I hope I help you fall asleep. We're on the web at Yeah, uh, Give me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter. Email is feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Um, you know, we're on Facebook. You can comment on the website. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, I forgot what our initiative was. If anybody reminds me what the initiative I said for eight, like May, uh, November, December, January, March, April, or one listener initiative, we'll probably re- reuse that because I like it so much. But I think it was like April was like keep up the good uh, st- uh, full steam ahead. I don't know what we called it, but just keep up the good work, spreading the word about the podcast. You guys are doing a great job of that. And everything else is going to work out. Uh, if you have time, review and rate us in iTunes or subscribe in iTunes. All that should be returned to normal. But that's it. I'm glad you're here. Uh, if you want to send us a, a piece of snail mail, go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash S-A-S-E. And that's it. All right? Uh, thank you. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson, who does our music. He's got a podcast, Sounds Like an Earful. Dot com is sounds like an earful is a podcast. Sounds like an earful dot com is a website. Scotty and Jennifer, they do our artwork. I want to thank them. Lord and Lady, you use podcast if you're new here. Uh, you probably haven't heard, but it's been it's old news. Good news, old news. Podcast is ruled by a Lord and Lady. Yeah, that's that's all you need to just in case we have a defrenestrator on hand. At all times, we don't have a castle in Prague, but we can defrenestrate if needed. That's Nick Van Cor's defrenestrate. We got other, uh, but I got to get to all the people I got to thank. 
Um, well, of course, I also got apology time. Uh, uh, yeah, it was uh, one, one of the common things I have to do. I got to apologize to Lynn over at nourishandnestle.com. That's N-O-U-R-I-S-H-A-N-D-N-E-S-T-L-E. I, I probably, I think I called it nourish and nurture, nurture and nourish. And I even messed that up. I remember I probably called it nurture and nurture or nourish and nurture. So I apologize. And Lynn took the time to write something nice about the podcast. And then I took the time to destroy her website's pronunciation. Or, well, not even using the correct vocabulary words. At least if I said uh, nestle and nourish, which you would nourish and then you would nestle. So, again, my apologies. Go check out Lynn's blog. It's a really nice blog. And it was really nice to you, Lynn, to think of the podcast and write about it. So I appreciate it, and I hope you appreciate that. Um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously sorry because uh, 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 I should have I should have done a better job. So I'm sorry. I also want to thank some other people, though. Uh, after the apology, I want to thank Lynn. I want to thank N. Hempstock, who uh, commented on the website. Really long, nice comment. I want to thank Barf Champ. Oh, wait, we thanked Barf Champ. Did we thank Amber? Barf Champ, Noel? Well, we didn't thank NHM stock. Okay, so NH, those are the newest comments on the website. Right, so I want to run through the Twitter thank yous. Uh, if you guys, even though it's a few seconds for you, I was digging through Twitter. I want to, Some of these are going to be double thank yous, but, you know, you said it's so nice. I thanked you twice. I like that. I mean, uh, New York, New York, so nice. They named it twice, but you thanked me so. What I said, whatever, I just ruined it. I thanked you twice. You said it's so nice. Listeners, so nice. Sometimes I thank them twice. Sometimes not at all. And sometimes I mispronunciate things or totally not even pronunciate. Anyway, uh, but you know, it's Maya. I want to thank Maya, Sam Schwarma again, Stuart Black, Timmy T, F Tacos. Uh, name and day on the back. Uh, oh, Podcast Broadcast is a uh, newsletter that talked about the podcast. So I, I don't know if I thanked you yet because it's, I don't know, because I've been in last three weeks or a blur, to be honest with you, Podcast Broadcast. But if you guys want to check that out, hopefully I'll remember to put it in the show notes. But Podcast Broadcast, another, someone that talks about podcasts but also said, I don't know about this, and then they listened and they listened. I remember it was a very nice write-up. Thank you. Heather, thank you. Ben K, thank you. V. Runt, uh, thank you. Sammy M. Amber, who came by way of V. Runt. Uh, Metali, as always. M. Dude, always. Babs, you know, how many times can I thank Babs? It's not, a, not enough is the answer to that. Uh, Lord, Jonathan, Metali, Gwen, Gwen, Gwen C, Lauren S, Stacy B, Jay Bird, what up? Uh, Jay Bird, and, 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 you know, Scott Sigler won't hear this, but, you know, me and Jay, Jay Bird know what that means. Christy Esther, Libby, Happy Mum. Andy V, the Frenestrator, Connell, looking out for my mom, Toby T, Annie D, Rebel T, uh, Geeky Girl, Libby, I thank you, Casey G, Sheila S, Mary C, uh, Darvin G, I don't know if he listens, but I, he was a friend of uh, Tyler, 
over if you guys listen to that podcast episode from Tyler's Love of Podcasts, oh, because Darwin and Tyler and Grant, I think, were all letting me know about that uh, AV Club thing. That was nice, too. AV Club wrote about us on Podmass, so if you can look that up and thank the... Uh, thank them for talking about the podcast, Andy V. Oh, Jennifer E. Double check if Jennifer E's got any new book. Buy it. All right. And, you know, stat. Sammy T. Uh, Silvertone, of course. Rihanna W. Stephanie C. Sometimes I'm going to spaghetti S. That's autumn. But spaghetti S. Uh, Chris, uh, Kristen H. Helping me out with some other stuff uh, via email. So you get thanked like four times. Chowder boy, Ariana. Thank you, Ariana. That was a new person I hadn't heard from before. That was nice. Oh, Ben M. He 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 he. he let me, I talked to him when I was in Florida. He looks like he's got a lovely new new child there on his arm. Kevin K. Who is officially? Uh, we're waiting. Kevin K, I got news. I don't have news for you, but I know, uh, you know, I'm thinking of you, buddy. Uh, Kevin K, I said, you know, all these people that were helping take care of my mom, Kevin K is in the same business of uh, doing the hard work. Everyone that works at a hospital or in medical care has a hard job. But, you know, a lot of the, the frontline staff, you know, they work really hard. And I saw that firsthand. So if you're in Gainesville, uh, Shan's Cancer and Trauma Hospital, the people that work there are wonderful, wonderful people. Uh, I also want to thank Tulip, uh, and as you know, related to Tulip, Kristen Stewart, Allie C, uh, Chris G, my buddy over at Fast Company. Uh, Chris G, you still listening? Hit me up. Uh, we, we, did Did you get your bike unlocked? My brother Ted, uh, CQ, uh, Sahara. Uh, that was a new new person I've heard from the first time. That was a nice diamond, forever diamond, a friend of Rebels. I don't know if you're hooked on the podcast or what, or if you're just a one-time user. Either way, Grizz Chick and uh, Teddy snuggling up. Daisy Danger. There's a few things you guys know. I love alliteration. I don't even know. Oh, boy, my phone just made a noise. Sorry about that. Daisy Danger. I love saying Daisy Danger. I love alliteration, if that's what it is. Pat, Patty, Patty G, Patrick G, Night Moves. Oh, boy, now my phone's going crazy. Graham W., he's the one who let me know about the website being down. Roxy H., Mary W., Chris Chris S., uh, Canadian jerky lover. Did we already mention I feel like I just said his name, though. Uh, maybe I said it in my head. Uh, Mike D. Oh, no, Mike D works at one of the companies. But anyway, I give him a shout-out. He was help, trying to help me. Uh, Mary L. Good old Mary L. Uh, my info. Flourishing right. I don't. I guess I don't know what to call you, but I'll just call you my info. Um, oh, there it is, Nourish and Nestle. Um, I, you know, I'm ashamed of myself. Again, I'm sorry. Mike W., Andy Tasket, Andy Tastic, and Jennifer, you know, they were, they came out of the woodwork because they love Ray. Rebecca M., Amazing Bandara, Callan S., he's changed shifts, so he might be off the podcast. 
Well, you, you know, you won't be off my heart, Colin S. Sandy D. And then Laura, this one just came in, Laura L. And we'll, we'll finish with that. It sound like, I guess I sound like Laura L's biology professor. So that's it. Um, all right. Thank you all, Twitter. I'm going to keep catching up with these thank yous. Thank you for the support. All right. So it's trending Twitter or rending, rending reditation. Uh, I wanted to do a, a shout out to one of my new buddies out there, uh, Chris S. So um, I'm trying to take some pictures here. It is 6.46 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Not sure of the date, so I'll check the date. Um, November or November, uh, April fifth. Oh boy, a good thing I good thing I can edit this out. It's taking me forever to get these screenshots. Okay, screenshots are done. All right, so I got the screenshots here. It took longer than usual, but yeah, I was trying to think what we what we would talk about because I'm kind of still recouping from that trip to Florida. Of course, I mean, you guys may or may not know this. I guess maybe you assume it. And sometimes when you make an assumption, it's correct. Or you, like, make an ass. You don't make an ass out of you and me. You know, maybe, has anyone, that's a good Halloween costume for any couples that are listening. Make an ass out of you and me. Like, go as, like, a double, you go as just a jackass. Or you could, ah, here we go. Okay, I know it's... Too early to plan for Halloween, but um, who, 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 I know there's probably a lot of you that are into Halloween. Me, it's too much, uh, too much follow through. But you know, for me, but yeah, let's do somebody. We can work on this concept, but it make an ass out of you and me costume. It'll be like, uh, oh, I don't know. We'll figure out the front end of it, but the concept would be that someone would say, "What are you this year?" And then you would make it, you'd say, hey, let's make an ass out of you and me. Now you can make a jackass, you can make a human ass. You can make a ass, like, with letters. Um, I'm sure you can make an asp, just to be even sillier. Don't make an asp out of you and me. What are you, uh, uh, somebody, uh, you know, was it Cleopatra? They got bit, did she get bit by an asp? Uh, I don't know. So that's an idea, but that doesn't have anything to do with. So one thing is I'm always working on this podcast on some level. Um, a lot of times it's active work, like writing, outlining, recording, editing, uh, planning, worrying, getting back to you guys, avoiding getting back to you guys, uh, procrastinating, uh, worrying, but, but other times it's a more subtle, you know, thing where it's like I'm on the lookout for stories. Like, so a lot of times we were in Florida, you know, I was like, okay, well, that could be that a story. And sometimes we, we go into the, you know, I go into these strange worlds where it's like, okay, what is ethically, uh, what can I tell you? I guess I have to tell you this is a fictional story because it's made up. Uh, but, you know, that's just, you know, those are legal terms, insensible terms. But I remember, so I think I was telling you guys a little bit, this will be a little bit of a back story, the nonfiction part. Uh, what was it like a dream? So where does the dream start? Where does the fiction, where, 
But so my dad was in the musical Mame, M-A-M-E. Uh, Mame, the musical, is uh, very dependent on the lead actress. This actress that they had playing Mame was uh, phenomenal. It's a reti- his retirement community players, um, Timber Pine players, I think they're called. I think about it, I talked about it before, but beautiful thing to see. My dad was never, we would go to a musical once a year when I lived in New York City, I think. And that was fun. I like musicals. My parents liked musicals. A good thing to do with your parents when you're that age to say, hey, let's go to a musical, eat dinner. And we were very little talking to each other. But um, so we were at Maine. I went um, twice because I was at the hospital in Gainesville. And I went to like a preview. It wasn't the dress rehearsal. It was a show because they put on the show for like the residents of this retirement community. But this was when people that weren't residents could come. So people that, you know, friends from outside the community. And again, this is like a more smaller scale retirement community, you know. But, uh, you know, I've already written stuff about bigger scale. I, I find these places endlessly interesting. But so the second performance of Mame, it was like a table seating. It was like a dinner show without the dinner. And I'm not being facetious. Like you could bring your own snacks and drinks, but they weren't serving you anything. But you could eat during the show. And everyone in the show, except for in Mame, they have a little boy, um, Patrick, who's a secondary Mame's nephew. And it takes uh, you, you should look it up. Now, no, no offense to Mame the musical. But it's not one of my favorite musicals. I, I give a super credit to the actress who played Mame. Uh, the lady who was her best friend, phenomenal job. My dad did a great job. Actually, everyone in the play did a great job. Just a little bit, uh, I'm more, I don't know. I, it was more of a spectacle of watching this main person act than a, a scripting story. If I'm a musical, you know, I want Jean Valjean. Or, you know, Phantom of the Opera is there inside my mind. But that's me. You know, I, again, this is coming. This is a musical criticism coming from a guy who pretended at a nutcracker that one of the women was Daphne from Scooby-Doo so I could be titillated. That was when I was a boy. But, you know, my criticism does not, should not mean anything. But so I made this musical. Again, I had seen it once. I'm not the greatest at paying attention. Also, I liked looking at the audience to see, you know, how these uh, retirees were reacting to the music. It was very interesting. And again, on a, on a outsider thing, I went to the cast party. It was beautiful. I almost cried, uh, you know, seeing all these people that were so fulfilled uh, by going through this, you know, process of learning these this musical and performing the music and all the hard work that went into it and then all the fear and effort. Uh, it, was a, it, was, it was just beautiful to see all these, these people, like, that they shared this moment. It was just great. And now it's probably for another thing because one of the things I noticed when I was looking around the audience was I was scanning this one table to the left of me and I said, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Is that morally safer sitting at that table? And uh, so then I said to myself, I put on the old story boots, uh, you know, story hat, story gloves. I put on, you know, my, my almost like a, a Sherlock Holmesian type outfit, cape, story cape, most important. 
And I said, is that, is that, if that's morally safer over there? And if you, for some of you, you might not know who morally safer is. As I'm making this episode as a dedication to a Canadian, he's a very famous American and Canadian. Uh, he's a newsman from 60 Minutes. Has When you want to talk about voices, the great voices of uh, the uh, whatever century just ended, the 1900s, is that, that's what we call it, and into the early aughts, Morley Safer has got a voice that mattered a lot to me. He had a way of, uh, anyway, I don't want to go into a 60 Minutes career, but he was a star of 60 Minutes. And uh, but the main thing I, I always like is listening to his voiceover during the story. I like seeing him and, you know, how the story would unfold. But I could just listen to Ma- Maury's tones. But then I was thinking, wait, well, is that Maury? No, Adventure Time is what I was thinking. So, I, you know, I say to the show, I say, okay, excuse me, guys. Uh, you know, I'm going to be late for the cast party, even though, you know, I'm not a cast member anyway. I'm going to hang out here by this bush here. And then I said, oh, and I saw the guy came out. He had to tie his shoe. So I went down. I tied my shoe right by him. I said, uh, afternoon, Mr. Safe, Safe, was it Morley Safer or Schaefer? Afternoon, sir. And he said, it's evening. I said, oh, yes, it is. I mean, you're so observant. Uh, You're not going to hold that against me, are you? And he said he was a little little befuddled, I would say, and uh, then somebody that knew me that was from California slapped me on my back, and they said, don't worry, California, we got you, or I got you. It was this guy, real cool guy. Um, but anyway, I, I fell over into Mr. Safer's shoes, and I said, oh, excuse me, excuse me, sir, excuse me. And he said, oh, no, it seemed to have broken your shoelace. And I said, let me change it. Come on, come on, I'll sit down on this bench. I'll sh- change shoelaces with you. And I said, how convenient that uh, we both have uh, the same uh, blue shoelaces. He said, your shoelaces aren't the same color as mine. And I said, sure, sure, sure they sure they are, are almost. Mr. Schaefer, it's just an honor. Do you, any chance of me calling you morally? More, more, oh, man, it's morally. Uh, I've, I've looked up to you for so long. And, uh, you know, I can't specifically say anything other than I, I was saying, I'm thinking, man, what are you doing later? And he said, well, my wife and I, we're going to go home and, uh, you know, go to bed. It's 10 o'clock at night. And I said, I go, look out there, listen to the sounds. I go, somewhere out there, there's some something going down. And I was like, we could be having adventures. Like, you just because you're retired here. And again, I don't know, maybe I'm confusing you with another morally safer that cared about um, uh, break, break, breaking the story, breaking the truth. Break, maybe, I don't know, how do you feel about breaking too? Like, you, would you mind if I, I break a little? So I was breaking a little bit. Was, I don't do very much breaking. And he laughed. I said, all right, I got him now. And I said, come on, Morley. I got our, I got myself a, well, actually, I don't have a, a golf cart. Do you have one? And he said, well, well, he goes, it's a two-person golf cart. And I got me and my wife are here. And I said, well, let's we'll drop her off at home. So, she, you know, so we got in the car. Lovely woman, uh, you know, not to be disclosed to you guys because this is private, private matters, uh, private matters. But we rode off. 
down the way and uh, in, in, you know, into the world of magical story, of course. I go, you guys, you guys might hear a funny fact, T-I-L. You know the Bible contained a passage where it said it became dark in the daytime there in the uh, crucifixion of Jesus. You know, Easter Sunday's coming up, Mr. S- Mr. and Mr. Safer. You know, NASA discovered a total eclipse actually occurred in Jerusalem on the 24th of November, 29 CE. I think that's common era or Christian era or something at around 11 a.m. But that fact got dismissed by the church because it's not in accordance with Easter. And I said, ma'am, I'm going to take your husband tonight and we're going to go investigate some stuff. And she said, what stuff? And I said, funny business that's been, I'm, that I'm aware of. And she said, what funny business? I said, well, we got a water crisis in California. And I go, you guys got all these springs here. And uh, I saw some guys, you know, taking water out of the spring and I want to look into it. And I said, don't worry, morally, this, you know, I'm not going to tell her anything. I said, don't worry. I won't get him in any trouble at all. You know, trust me. And she said, you, 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 you look like your middle name's trouble. And I said, uh, I said, do you like that? Uh, do you know, do you, you have any, uh, anyone you could introduce me to, uh, around my age within 20 years, say? Either, you know, well, not either direction, but neither direction, well, within. And she said, no. And she said, I appreciate if you bring my husband home in the next 15 minutes. And I said, well, he'll be driving, so he'll be bringing me home. And I don't even know how to get there. Uh, Order the spring. Is this a street legal golf cart, do you know, outside? Because we're going to be taking it. How's your charge on there, Morley? And then he started getting ear. He was both into it and irritated. He said, "Oh, for reasons." And I said, uh, "He said I'll get the car key." So we pulled up to their place. We go inside. He said, "What are you doing?" I said, "Coming inside." And I said, uh, "What do you guys got here?" And I saw they had a Easter egg decorating stuff all set up. And I said, "What are you? What's going on?" I said, "Did you guys get that Easter spirit I, I was talking about just a second ago?" And they, he said, I'm getting the car keys, don't touch anything. I said, well, what is it? And they had like a little clear, you know, where you put the pills in. Do you use vinegar? What do you use to dye eggs? Nowadays, they got all sorts of inventions with freaking dyeing eggs. Like you got, um, uh, as a, and uh, I said, well, you, they had like all colors. Like I think they had 12, and his wife, his wife said, or the woman we were with said, uh, you know, we're, we got the grandkids coming over tomorrow to decorate eggs for Easter. And I said, interesting. And she said, as a matter of fact, we need some eggs. So more, more, more like get some eggs, uh, Mr. Safer. And then she laughed and looked at me. And I said, what is, I said, wait a second. Have you been co-opted by the military-industrial complex, both of you? And then she said, I got She said, I'm going to get ready for bed. And he said, I'm going to use the restroom. So, of course, they 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 left me alone with their egg-making kit. He was probably gone about four minutes. But, of course, I saw that it, they had a bowl, one of those real nice, clear bowls full of hard-boiled eggs. Which I was thinking, you leave hard-boiled eggs out, uh, I guess if you're not going to eat them, but then should you label them somehow, and, you know, don't eat the dyed eggs? Like, how do you get that message across? But I started messing with some eggs, dyeing them myself. And um, 
And some hide guy myself, they had white rugs. Bad idea. Why are you going to have a uh, egg decorating party? With, uh, so I was covered in egg stuff. I had one egg, and they both came out because I guess I was making a racket. Uh, I don't know how. And there's sh- shouting ensued. Neighbors were coming over. And I said, I tried making an Easter egg, but I think I created a tiny little universe instead. And I said, come on, look closely. And they started, I did an episode of the podcast right there. I said, Morley, uh, go get something interesting. And I said, here, watch this on my phone. I gave him, um, I said, watch the first episode of The Jinx. He said, oh, I'm a, and I said, okay, then watch uh, Kimmy Schmidt or something. And I, he, 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 I, said, I said, I got stuff to do. So I bored everybody. And then by that time, you know, they said, oh, we're all going to bed. Uh, and I said, all right, let's break out of here. And he said, yeah, we got to go to the store and get those eggs. I said, we got uh, stories to break. What are you saying, eggs? And then I said, oh, wait a second. You want to break a story at the store? I got it. Uh, Agri business. I'm on it. Was that why you, you don't trust eggs? Okay. Okay, Morley. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm, on, I'm your right-hand man. Are we going to go get, are we doing a print? Print, print story, or are we going to get when's uh, that guy teaches at Berkeley, your old partner in crime, or maybe it was he your partner in crime, or Ed, Ed's or Mike's partner in crime? And he was just kind of ignoring me. And I said, uh, more like t- I said, listen, man, we're going to be working together. We'll probably, you know, have to do some interviews together because I'll be like your kid. Uh, could you call me Kid Cleveland? And he said, why? I said, I don't know. It sounds like some sort of, how about Kid Toledo? And he said, why? I said, I don't know. Some sort of Ohio town nickname makes me sound, uh, uh, what about 20, 20, 22 Skidoo? Is that one of the things you guys used to say? I said, what do you think about my story cape? And he said, I was wondering about that. I said, you want to try it on? He said, as a matter of fact, my shoulders are cold. So I caped, caped Mr. Safer. And he, he, I said, you know, more. let's get to know each other, man, if you're going to be. And he, I said, what's, bo- what's bothering you the most right now? I mean, other than me, other than me, because, you know, work, non-work stuff or a story that you know about we could break or whatever we're going to get into at this grocery store. And he said, my brother. And I said, oh, really? Tell me more about your brother. And he, he said, the world needs more people like my brother. His girlfriend, not so much. And I said, really, really? I said, does he live around here? And he says, as a matter of fact, he he does. And I say, on the way to get the eggs or on the way home? Hint, hint. And he said, uh, and I said, you know, well, it's not, it's tomorrow, it's tomorrow Easter, more or less, or today or yesterday or a week from now. But it's Easter, it could be Easter in your heart time to, uh, you know, resurrect bad business of the family, uh, after you should you do that before Easter or after? But he's some more he's driving and I say, you know, uh, is this your older brother or younger brother? He said younger. And I said, He doesn't go by Borley, does he? And he goes he laughed at that. He goes, He could. And I said, Maybe you could Morley and Borley. I was like, That sounds like we someplace that Scrooge would work or uh Bob Cratchit, Morley and Borley and Scrooge. And I said, go ahead and say it. And he started saying it. I'm like, I got morally safer. Or a guy that looks a hell of a lot like him saying morally, bo- morally and borally. 
Morley and Borley, private eye, private, private, private reporters, personal reporters, but Morley and Borley, private retirement news. How's that sound? Retirement, salacious retirement news, retirement tabloid news. And he was laughing at that. And then we pull up to this house. It was off of campus or whatever. I think, I don't know what they call it there. But I said, is this, this is off-campus establishment. He goes, get ready for the, the show. And I said, why don't I go undercover, Morley? And he said, go for it. So I went up, up to the door. And I knock on the door. And I say, uh, afternoon, evening, afternoon. And this woman comes to the door, and I say, afternoon, ma'am. I said, uh, she said, what do you, what's that smell? I said, vinegar. And she said, really, it's terrible. And I said, I know. I, I said, as a matter of fact, I had a little uh, uh, Easter egg trouble earlier this evening, and that's why I'm here. You know, you might notice that uh, the color, it's purplish on my hands now, but it once was a rainbow I made this little universe. I call it a universe egg. I uh, I don't know what I did with it, but um, yeah, I'm here on some Easter related egg Easter egg business. Egg, on our way to get Easter egg business. Uh, remind me to follow up question for with you. Don't worry, I'm not wearing a wire yet. Um, and she was just staring at me, and I noticed she was probably. She she looked like she had a bit of a temper, but she and she saw Morley in the car, and she said, "Is this regarding him?" And I said, "As a matter of fact, it it does, ma'am. I'm sorry to say, I'm going to need to uh, speak with you. You know, this Easter related business. Do you have Do you have any Easter plans?" And she goes, uh, "Yeah, I do. My mom. She she said, if you guys aren't uh, busy tomorrow morning, we're taking Grayson." to an Easter egg hunt, and he's getting his picture with the Easter egg bunny. And I said, the Easter egg bunny? She goes, no, he's getting his picture with the Easter bunny. Grayson's our family dog. And I said, really? I said, ma'am, I haven't have a bunny outfit in the car. Uh, where, where's your mom? She goes, I, I, in the back. And I said, is Grayson with her? And she goes, he is. I said, okay, let me, uh, why don't you go get your mom and Grayson? And uh, is there anyone else at the residence now? And she goes, his brother, of course. Well, you should know that. I said, oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm on uh, this Easter business, ma'am. I don't, Mr., uh, what's a Mr. Sh- Sh- Safer there? Uh, you know, we work together. And unfortunately, uh, you know, there was this egg incident at his home. We had to clear up, you know, vinegar, vinegar leakage. And, uh, she, she, you know, I said, and I said, you know, since I said, let's try to help the world now that we can't stay at your house because of vinegar leakage, because we we're going to watch uh, some TV. But the smell was too powerful, it wasn't safe, you know, because, we, you know, you start to get confused. You know, did I have salad? Am I sweating salad? What, 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 I feel like vinaigrette, but, uh, you know, I don't I don't feel appetized appetizing at all. Um, and she says, I'm starting to lose my patience with you. And I said, I'm only here to help you with Grayson and your mom. And I said, you really need to uh, practice. Uh, you know, there's a study that finds that being exposed to Buddhist concepts reduces prejudice and uh, increases pro-sociality. And uh, she said, what does that mean? I said, well, let me just makes you kinder. And I said, uh, you know, 
I said, let me go. Why don't you go get your mom, Grace? I'll talk to Mr. Safer's brother. And, uh, you know, I'll be okay. And she said, well, he's sitting on the couch. I said, was he a bit of an introvert? She said, he is. I said, okay, you go get that dog. And, I, you know, when you come back, I'll, I may be dressed up as the Easter bunny. Or, you know, we don't want to ruin Easter for your dog, though. So maybe... Maybe I shouldn't dress up as he. Maybe you should just go see how. Go check. Excuse me. She said, "Okay, I'll be right back. I'll go get Grayson and probably call the police." And I said, "Well, I have uh, journalistic rights, so and integrity." I lied about the bunny suit, so I guess my integrity shot. Well, but I'm like with a salation. Anyway, uh, don't call the police. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pretend I'm the Easter Bunny. How's your mom's eyesight? She said, terrible. I said, all right, we'll work together. So I go in the house and I say, um, uh, Mr. Safer, how you doing today? I'm, uh, I'm here uh, representing your uh, your brother and uh, his family and your family because you're one and the same. And he wanted me to speak to you on his behalf. And he said, really? And I said, yeah, you know, that that woman, she wasn't half bad, beautiful, beautiful. That's your girlfriend? He said, uh, "No, that's my uh, that's my girlfriend's daughter." And I said, "Oh boy!" I just sent her a. I said, "Really? Is she? Uh, is she? Uh, is she?" Uh, and he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "Oh yeah, she's single." And he goes, "You you better he goes you better get out of here and run." And I said, "Why?" He said, "You haven't met Grayson yet and their mother." And I said, "No, as a matter of fact, I have not. But I don't judge. Well, I just judge." I said, well, I said, well, you know, your brother is not happy with your relationship. And, you know, Mr. Safer, I got to ask you, like, uh, you know, you sit around here, you lie, well, you got this girlfriend, is it because you're not uh, getting out enough? Like, I want to ask, like, introverts, I like to ask this question, introverts, how do you re-energize after spending the day in the crowd, etc.? And he said, I avoid the crowds. And I said, well, we were just at this uh, play, a musical play, Mame, uh, and then I, I think I heard Morley pulling out of the driveway, but I couldn't, you know, I had this guy's attention. And I said, you know, it was a big crowd, and I'm an introvert, you're an introvert, and, uh, you know, I, I need to recharge by, you know, helping you and your brother uh, bring things together, you know, just in time for Easter, which I'm not sure when it is. But, but, you know, and he said, he goes, you're really making my eyes water. And I said, yeah, it's touching. Your brother cares about it. He misses you. He misses you. He misses all the fun you used to have together. And I said, I'll tell you what, like, uh, I'll tell you a little secret. Uh, what do you think about uh, morally, 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 and morally, morally, and and he said, what are you muttering about? I said, well, we're going to, we're creating a, uh, I said, you're perfect because you live outside. We're going to blow the roof off of Florida, you know, all the stories that are under the swamp, in the springs, you know, swallowed by gators. We're going to break all that, starting with the uh, Easter agribusiness cover up at the grocery store. So I said, why don't you go out and get in the car with your brother? I'll break up with your girlfriend for you. And he goes, well, we live together. I said, well, uh, and you're her mother. I said, you can move in with Morley. 
He said, no, he won't. And I said, go get in the car, please, and make sure he didn't leave. And he said, oh, no, he just, he, he, he gets nervous. He backs up and then drives forward and backwards. And I said, it doesn't seem like something morally safer would do. And then I said, uh, I got to go in. I said, where's the restroom? He said, why? You got to go to the bathroom? I said, no, I got to design an Easter bunny costume because I hear, and I, and I was like, I'm worried about me and your girlfriend. And he said, oh, boy, you should be. And I said, but I got to make an Easter bunny costume for her mo- your mother. So then I ran into the bathroom and I went and I grabbed, uh, grabbed some uh, hangers out of the closet. I was going in there. I bent those. Dip some toilet paper and a little bit of water, wrapped, you know, two hangers and, uh, you know, bent those up into ears. And I had, you know, you can bend hangers a lot. So I made those into a chin strap. And luckily I had enough um, uh, egg dye that I was able to make the ears, you know, it wasn't pink like the ear, the inside of the ear, but it was a color, uh, you know, a purplish color. And then I found some, uh, what do you call that, uh, uh, nail polish uh, gloss. And I painted my lips with, uh, I mean, my upper, where my mustache area, and I put some floss on there. And then they had a, uh, a toilet seat cover, this, the actual, you know, when you put it on the toilet lid cover. And so then I tucked that in the front of my shirt, having to be pink. I mean, talk about it. And then they had, like, one of the ones that goes around the bottom. So I was not going to touch that. That's gross. And I said, I looked myself in the mirror, and I said, well, this is the price of being uh, morally, 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 other than not, morally safer and borely, morally, borely, and safer. Safer with morally and borely. Yeah, I wonder if he'll agree to that. Now, borely, borely and safers. But yeah, yeah, and then I heard a dog barking, and you guys probably know that I'm really good with dogs. So I was like, uh, I was pretty confident that the dog Grayson wouldn't be mad at me. So I opened the door, and there's the first woman who who was there, and then the second woman, an older woman and a dog, a trio of women that were related to each other. And the woman I had not met yet, or well, I guess two of them I had not met, the, the one that I assume was uh, Morley Safer's brother's girlfriend, she says, uh, that's one of the best cosplay outfits I've ever seen. And she goes, is that uh, from Bioshock? And I said, uh, oh, yeah, no, I'm an Easter Bunny. I'm here to see all of you. Hi. And uh, right out of, like, a tropey thing, like, the younger woman, she starts laughing because some of the toilet paper was already, like, on my forehead. But the older woman, she was older, she said, oh, boy, Grayson, you hear that? And then Grayson was barking, like, and not, like, uh, angry, like, a, like you know when dogs just bark really loud? Like, where it's, like, it's not high-pitched. This was, like, a big dog, gray you know, oh, Grayson, brilliant. Um, gray, I'm not sure, very regal-looking, very beautiful dog, but it had, I'm not even sure, not a Labrador, bigger than a Labrador, shaped like a bit of like a Labrador, though. 
but bigger. I don't know. Not a greyhound, but maybe a shape about that size, but heavy, you know, bigger. Nice hair, but it barked so loud. Like, it was like barking like, hey, it's the Easter Bunny. But I was like, damn, that's loud. And I said, the Easter Bunny's got big ears. Oh, and he kept barking, barking. And then she said, Grayson, quiet it down. And I said, I'm here to, to, I heard there's a little dog here that loves the Easter Bunny. And I hopped all the way here from uh, Easter Lane, all the way here, just hop, 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 hopping along with my little bunny, bunny, bunny. And she said, you, you smell like a salad bowl. And I said, yeah, yeah. I say, you know it, the Easter Bunny. What do you think the Easter Bunny eats? I eat salad. I went to a salad buffet, ma'am, for to celebrate and give me the energy to hop all the way here to see you and Grayson. What's your name, beautiful? And she said, she said, it's Grayson. And I said, oh, no, 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 you, my dear. And she said, oh, 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 I, I'm Clarice. I said, beautiful to meet you, Clarice. So nice. She, I said, beautiful to meet you. It's so nice to meet you, Clary. She said, it's so 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 nice to meet you. Who? What? You came all the way here just to see Grayson? I said, oh, yeah. I didn't, you know, you know, I, I uh, well, I have bad news, too. Everybody sit down. Let's take my pictures with Grayson first. And she said, okay. So we took some pictures with Grayson. Bar- and then Grayson would stop barking until I was right, right next to Grayson. And then it was like he was saying cheers, but at like five billion decibels, Woof. like that, but loud, oh, so loud. And uh, I, I said, oh, the Easter Bunny's ears are hurting, and they were also falling apart. And I said, you're damaging, you know, how am I going to hop, hop, hop to the children? So then I said, all three of you guys sit on Grayson, why don't you go in the soundproof room where they keep you or something? And then, and then Grayson liked me. Oh, I forgot I had the, um, I guess I got mixed up when it came to the tail. So I'd shoved, uh, I'd turned my my shorts around and shoved a toilet uh, uh, bowl thing, just the handle out of the back of my, the fly of my shorts, which was where my butt was. Uh, but I didn't realize that as if I, I really didn't realize that the Easter Bunny has a puffy tail and not a, um, long tail, but Grayson kept biting at that. Like, and I said, don't hurt the Easter Bunny. And I said, well, um, you know, you guys have a seat. I don't know if you, uh, know, you know, I, I, you know, I, I'm uh, friends with, you know, you guys, I don't know if you remember that 60 minutes interview, uh, Remember that 600 minutes interview I did back in the day when they said the Easter Bunny's not real? And they were, three of them, they were like, they had, it was like three different looks. The one youngest woman, she kind of looked like perplexed. Then the middle woman, she was getting angrier every minute, like she knew what was coming. So I was trying to figure out a way to not tell her the truth. And I didn't even know what the truth would be. And then the third woman, she was kind of like, uh, she was kind of like, what the hell? Easter Bunny was on. I mean, she was like, had a legitimate look. And I said, yeah, you know, morally safer looked into it. And it was like, uh, I think it aired on April Fool's Day. So everyone was like, was that real morally? You know, did you really interview the Easter Bunny? Did you really track down Farmer Ned and see if he ate from the rabbit patch? 
And then, you know, Peter Cottontail was hopping down the bunny trail. Hippity-hoppity, Easter's on its way. And then the Easter bunny came. And Morley Safer said, bye, you know, you know, I have, uh, you know, journalistic standards and a belief in things. And what I believe in is human goodness and human kindness and rabbits. And I believe my grandchildren should be able to color eggs and not have a fool ruin him. And I believe my brother should have that. Oh, and then the show, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, oh no, oh no, she was mad. She started, and I said, and then Grayson barked at her. I said, good boy, or good girl. I said, Grayson, that's a a boy. And I said, good barking, good barking. And uh, and uh, I said, ma'am, please sit down, please don't. And the mother said, leave. What are you yelling at the Easter Bunny about? And she said, hey, she's trying to steal, steal Bar- Barney from me. And I said, Barney? And she goes, yeah, Marnie's my boyfriend. And I said, well, we're, I said, what do you think about this? If they call them the Schaefer, Schaefer brothers, Morley and the Schaefer brothers. And she crossed her arms. And I said, man, I feel like a snake keeper feeding his short-tempered king cobra trying to tell you the news is, um, you know, I, I've been, uh, you know, I might look like a spring bunny so young, and, and there's this strange counterintuitiveness to. I don't know if you guys seen the movie Benjamin Button. I have not. As an Easter Bunny, you know, I don't have the time because I'm painting so many eggs, eating so much salad. That's why I smell so of uh, vinegar. And, uh, you know, I don't think I've seen a movie since the like, 1990s Graveyard Shift, and I like that so much. I bought the actual Monsters Closet auction, and they're badass. And so that's what I dress up for Halloween. But other than that, I'm pretty busy. But the counterintuitive thing about being an Easter bunny is that uh, uh, time flows backwards for me, but it's still exhausting. And I've been watching, you know, Grayson's love of the Easter bunny. And I have a particular softness for, uh, uh, you know, more, you know, your brother, boyfriend, brother. What do you call that? Brother, boy. Boyfriend's brother, I guess that's the most official way to refer to it, uh, soft spot. And I said to myself, um, you know, I love Grayson. I love Morley Safer. If there was only some way, you know, because I have to pick someone to take over from me and they will become younger. Uh, but they'll feel it's, it's still it's, it's a weird thing. That's why I come to the, you know, I'm looking for someone, you know, older to become the Easter Bunny to take over for me. And then they will enter the world of eternal spring and they, they won't, they'll slowly reverse age, but so slowly. They, it only, you know, it just, it's, it's complicated stuff. And then she said, I, I'm not buying it. And I said, well, you don't have to buy it. That's a beautiful thing about Easter beauty. And, and I said, is that, um, you know, he, I, I got to be honest, we already took him. He's he's part, he's the future Easter Bunny, Barney. Uh, and he believe you know, he'll live on in your hearts every Easter instead of me. And she said, you're not the Easter Bunny. And then the mother said, yes, he, yes, he is. And then Bar- Grayson was barking. I said, keep it up, Grayson. I said, Grayson, can you growl? And then Grayson growled at me and ripped my tail out. 
And I said, she said, see, that's a toilet brush. I said, oh, whoa. I said, yeah. I, I, I said, I, I, uh, I said, where, where did that come from? I said, what did I, what did they feed me at that salad bar? And then the younger woman, she was cracking up still. I said, wow, that was funny. A joke. I gotta write that one down. And I said, I said, she said, you're stealing. And I said, no, no, it's a, a great honor to become a new Easter. And she said, you have hangers on your head. And I said, listen, ma'am, I'm here. I, really, Sir Bunny's a busy person. I'll tell you what really happened, okay? I, I really work for the Easter Bunny, as Grayson clearly would have bit me if I did not. And I dressed up as the Easter Bunny to gain your trust um, because we did recruit Barney uh, to become the new Easter Bunny. But he really, Easter Bunny's real busy. Don't make me have time to recruit his uh, uh, replacement. And to be honest, like, logistics of Easter Bunny dumb. And she said, well, there's no Easter. And I said, well, you know, let me, uh, if I had the 60 Minutes archives in my pocket, uh, you know, you could watch. And I said, um, you know, we recruited. He's already gone. The relationship's over. Who owns this house? Do you own it? And the mother said, it's my house. I said, okay, well, that's fine. Uh, does he have any stuff? And she said, it'll be on the curb in the morning. I said, great, we'll send, uh, you know, the bunny minions by to pick that up. Uh, and I said, you know, I'm sorry I stunk up your house. And, you know, Grayson here, you got yourself a great dog. Grayson barked again. I said, I want you all to close your eyes. I want you to think about this is where I ate my breakfast this morning. It was a view from Cribbon, from the top of Pen E Fan in Wales, and we had uh, we had we had hiked up there. Well, I hopped up there, Bunny Trail, actually. Peter Cottontail and I, and some people that didn't quite cut it as a future bunny Easter bunny rabbits. And I said to them, "Look at this view! Look at all this salad!" And then we got higher, and I realized it was a surprise party for me, a going out of way party. And she said, "I thought you only worked for these." When I said, oh, "I'm speaking," I said, "I'm speaking as a, we're also a, we share a hive mind, the Easter Bunny League, EBL. Uh, so no more questions. Just close your eyes. I'm feeding you from the hive mind." And we fed on a giant spread on the top of a mountain of the salads. And then we dressed each other in salad dressing because that was the way we celebrated the joys of Easter, joyfulness. And and some people might say, well, that's just a commercial. And a lot of people say they don't get the Easter bunny. So then I went to this guy I know, and I said that he was a gamer he created a mod for Half-Life 2 in his spare time. He gets offered an interview with Gearbox Software. But the important thing was the mod for Half-Life. And the young younger woman, she said, I play Half-Life 2. And I said, hey, you play Half-Life 2 too. And she giggled again. I said, man, I wish I was really an Easter bunny. And she, the middle woman said, see? And I said, yeah, I'm, not a, I'm a representative, but I have the hive mind. And there's a process by which we become a bunny in spirit. And I said, well, I was trying to make a point, and you guys threw me off there. But you know, as we celebrated Easter, 
And the tradition is, like a lot of people ask, is Easter Bunny about spring or selling crap or sex, having sex to celebrate spring? And then I said, well, related to rebirth, you know, whether it's Christian tradition or the, the Seder and the Passover or or the emergence from the darkness of winter, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever your belief system is, the Easter Bunny is a way to connect to that. But with your kids that say, hey, I don't go for all that crap, they'll believe in the Easter Bunny. And any of the three of you, uh, clearly Grayson does, uh, to believe in the Easter Bunny too because your boyfriend now uh, is gone and I'm going to team up with his brother. So be on the lookout because I'm retiring. I'm becoming a uh, reporter. Uh, um, hold on one second because I got a suspicion. My reporter sense is overriding my bunny sense. And they look out. Of course, the car has gone. And I said, I guess I was trying to explain to you this half-life mod. It was to uh, become a child was the first mod. You would go into these levels where you would be a child trying to find your way to an Easter basket through these worlds where stuff was sparking and computer. And there was that sound that you associate with half-life. I think it is like lightning. And it sounds like... And uh, you were looking for Easter baskets. And then you were the next, once you leveled up from there, you realized that you were looking for more than that to help people. And then you realized you were looking for candy. And then you said, what's better? You would debate with this man over a riddle, which was a paradox. uh, What what candy is better, hollow or solid chocolate? And you would have to weigh the thing of a huge solid chocolate bunny with the joy of not having too much chocolate, of the pain of trying to nibble, break through that bunny head and all the symbolism for us. And that that is the thing that, uh, you know, cracks through the Easter spirit for me. And for, for all, and then I realized they were all asleep. I said, wow, this unfortunately... And I said, well, maybe I should extricate myself. And then, of course, I took one step and Grace embarked and they all woke up. And I said, uh, you know, I, I said, you know, I'm beat here. I said, maybe I should stay here tonight in the spare bedroom, you know. And I made a, I said, I tried to make, and then they said, oh, no, 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 no. And, uh, and then the young woman said, you stink like vin- like the worst smelling, what do, what do you bathe in vinegar? And I said, well, a vinegar water bath of, uh, with uh, dyes. I said, you see, I dip my nipples into uh, two colors. I hope the kids don't. Uh, one of them's irritated. Do you guys have any, like, makeup remover, cold cream? I could put on one of these nipples that's got a, I dip it in, um, what was it, yellow and blue, make green. I tried that with one nipple. And then uh, I think I did Roy G. Biv with the other one. Is that, can you do that? And then the older woman, she said, girls, girls, uh, you know, as the mother. And I said, well, that's an important part. She said to stop talking. She said, what do you want for Easter? And I said, well, I would have liked to spend the night with uh, 
She said, what realistically did you want for Easter? What would your rebirth be? And I said, well, my original plan was to be reborn as a, uh, you know, uh, uh, a buster of uh, agribusiness or uh, water profiteers or, uh, you know, swamp swamp villains, uh, busting them with my partners uh, safer and safer, uh, safer, safer and boldly. Maybe we'd have like, uh, you know, uh, I, I think we'd go old school. We wouldn't be on the Internet. We'd be print and maybe public access or maybe some sort of signal that would come in and fade back out. But that's what I was hoping for, for Easter, to be reborn as, you know, safer, safer and morally. Or no, safer, safer and morally. And I said, you know, I fear that it wasn't really morally safer and you guys are going to tell me that and I'll cry which doesn't matter because I feel like crying because I feel so vinegared out and I feel gross. But, you know, I say, I guess it's, uh, that's what I'd want. And the woman said, we'll go outside your, your rides back from getting the, and then the door opened and Morley's brother was there, Bear, what was his name? Barney. And he said, you know, me and him talked it out. I'm back. And they said, oh, no, no, you're gone. Go with your new friend. And they said, your stuff will be on the curb in the morning. Money minions are going to get it. And then they said, congratulations, Barney. And I said, he said, for what? And I said, remember I said I'd handle everything. It's handled. He said, well, I, I love this woman. I said, well, your brother doesn't, and he's famous. And I want to be, you know, keep him happy, not you, Barney. So let's go. Keep it moving. And then Grace embarked a few times. And I said, don't make Grace, don't upset Grace. And then the old, oldest woman, she said, yeah, yeah get out. And I, so I used that as my trump card. And we got in the car, the three of us. And uh, I said, did you get the eggs? He said, yeah. I said, did you uh, find another adventure for us? And he said, possibly. He said, that was, he goes, well, that took forever. And I said, well, you got your brother back. And he said, yeah, I did. And I said, I decided we'll be calling ourselves Morley, Morley, and, or no, safer, safer, and Borley, Borley, safer and safer, Barney, Borley, and Morley. Yeah. And they actually smiled, and they said, Barney, Borley, and Morley, Borley, and Barney. You could change it every episode. And then Morley, obviously, will be, you know, It'd be like your rebirth. Uh, you don't need it, so this will be cooler, and you'll have like ultra edge because you're so distinguished, and so we'll have so much credence. Uh, Borley, Morley, and Bar Barney, Barney, Borley, Mor Morley, Barney, and Borley. I think that's the way it's gonna have to go. Uh, so I'm honored to work with you guys. So what did what did you think about the eggs? And Morley said, I have one question before we enter into any partnerships. He said, did you dip your nipples in the uh, uh, the, uh, the egg stuff? And I said, uh, the egg dye? And he said, yeah. I said, we're not on air, sir. So uh, you're not going to get an answer out of me. And he smiled. I said, see, it's calling you back, Morley. And I got right in his ear like that. I said, the case is... We got somebody out there, 
in there. Uh, uh, and I did this all the way back because then he, he let Barney and they say, the, the way, Morley's wife said, you're having a sleepover in the basement now. So we all got sleeping bags. And I said, and I think they were actually excited about it. Maybe I was delusional. Could have had vinegar, vinegar, um, you know, some vinegar, v, what do they call it, VD, VBD, vinegar brain disorder, vinegar brain delusionality. But I said, you know, we're on the case. It's, uh, I guess, gator, gator, gator poachers probably isn't the thing. Or uh, youth, you know, chasing manatees. But, you know, what if we found a... Uh, you know, flea circus, we bust the lid off of that as our first case. And uh, I said, and then we'll uh, we'll work our way up. That'll be our first thing. It'll be a four-minute story. Borley, Borley, Barney and Borley busting the flea circuits. You know, we'll, we'll blow the lid off of that. And then Barney said, why? And I said, that was the only thing I could think of, Barney, go to sleep. I said, I'm putting you guys to sleep so you dream of cases better than... A flea circulature, a flea circus. Think of yourselves in a game of half-life, looking for a new life of crime that's interesting, you know, that's not reported, but that we can somehow market that's exciting, that we can use Morley's, that has a lot of voiceover that we can use Morley's voice for, and that uh, you won't get in trouble and it won't be a lot of work, so you can't, you know, so I can add off your complaint about you being retired or that, you know, it'll be steeped in mystery because it'll just be Morley, Borley, and Bar- Barney or Bora. So no one will know, you know, we say, I'm not really him. Say, I never said you were what you are or could be or is, is you is or is you ain't my Morley. Is you is or is you ain't my Morley? Cause Florida bad guys, you're about to be revealed. Is you is or is you ain't my Morley? Cause I'm about to bust a lid off of agribusiness as that steal. Or swampland that's overpriced and mismanaged. Or... You know, police brutality that you never see with Morley, Barney, and Borley on the case now. Well, all the criminals will be quaking on their knees, yeah. And they were asleep, and so hopefully you're asleep, and hopefully one day I'll have an interesting, you know, my dream would be you know, picture me and Morley cruising down Florida byways. I don't know, you know, that's just a fantasy, though. But this is a sleep podcast and not a fantasy, uh, uh, you know, a podcast where a man-boy and a real man team up and have adventures. But, you know, maybe one day that'll happen. Good night.